it's Mike. And it's Mary. M&M, we're mind candy for you. Here's our podcast for the week. Looking back on our recent coaching calls and picking out some highlights for you, a parade of techniques and ask the experts. And who goes first today with parade of techniques? I don't know. I'm still stuck on mind candy. Where did you get that? I like that. M&M. This is Mondays with Mike and Mary. I don't know. All right, I think I get to go first, and I have a marvelous little parade of techniques. So, if you live somewhere where there is winter, well, then you know there is certain things, there are certain things that you need to survive winter. Hats, scarves, mucklucks. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of ice melt, Mm -hmm. uh, window scrapers, Uh uh, stuff like that. And we have a student that put together a winter survival kit. And he is uh, coordinating that with his favorite loan officer. They're sharing the expense. And his Platinums this weekend are getting a winter survival kit. I absolutely love that idea. Who doesn't need that stuff? Well, if you're in Miami or Phoenix, it's suntan oil. Oh, there we go. Yeah. (laughs) That's your winter survival kit. Right? So my parade of techniques this week, it isn't mine. too. Yes. No, it's from one of our really brilliant students. Oh, we have so many brilliant students. so smart. I know. We've been taught in marketing to always include a hook on every piece that you said. Absolutely, and act now. Yeah, a reason for them to connect with you. Right, like call for a free whatever. Yeah, the best hook I've ever heard. Ooh, I can't wait. Should we we do a drum roll? I'd like to propose an offer on your home. Oh, okay. Now, somebody responds to that. You want to make an offer on my home? Yes, but first I have to see it. Well, yeah. That's how you get in the door. Okay. I think that's so smart. Okay. It's a way to get in the door. It's a way to get in the door. Of course, yeah. Void tells us, get in the door honestly. Yep. So, I guess that would be honest. I would pay that half would price for, for your house. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. It expires, FISBOs, yeah. your sphere of influence, your book of business. You know, it'd work on Facebook. It'd work on a postcard. It, I I love that idea. I think it's great. Hey, speaking of which, we just did pricing across America uh-huh. at session four recently, and that always has in it, by the way, would you consider selling it for wholesale? Oh, yeah. Which is closely related to this parade of techniques that you're offering today. Mm-hmm. And I have a student who came to class two weeks later and said, I think I'm going to be buying a house this week. I love that. It happens almost yeah. every run I've ever had. Somebody gets to buy something for wholesale. Well, how many times a year do you present price? I mean, if you're a lister, you're right. out there like a hundred times a year saying, what if I could get you wholesale in about a day or two is all cash? Would you even consider it? If, if you just learn how to just say that, I mean, suck it up and say it. it nobody's going to jump up and down and leave the room or shoot you or anything. It's usually no way. So, well, I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. Yeah, that little technique, if you used it consistently at every appointment, you'd have to buy a house every, what, one, two, three years? But you'd, yeah. you'd have to have a, an opportunity to do that. Then get Chip and Joanna to flip it for you. Oh, there we go. <laughs> 
I like it. Hey, I've got an Ask the Experts question. And as happens so many times, it's the same question that came up on two calls. Oh, I love when that happens. It's a theme for the day. Well, just a theme for two calls. But um, it was not expressed in exactly the same way both times. And the answers were different both times. But it was really essentially the same question and it was what do you do when their crazy comes out (laughs) you know what it is funny to say it that way because we know exactly what that means it used to happen once in a blue moon now it seems like it happens oh i don't know once a day so here's one of our master salespeople. you know a guy that's come to all of our events for years Uh a decade or more a guy who's so wickmanized but he got 15 texts from one customer in one day. Okay, your crazy has come up. Yeah, don't sell crazy here. We're full up. Now, what do we do? And it was closely related to the, a question that came just an hour earlier, which was, what do you do when people are bugging you about these petty little things that you just don't care about? Now, that was said differently, mm-hmm. but it's sort of the same thing. So I've got like... Three pages of brilliant notes that people said, so I I will spare y'all. But I think the best thing that came out is, first of all, you got to set boundaries. You cannot take and respond to 15 texts in a row because that means you don't have a boundary. What? You got nothing better to do? And by the way, the day that came in, he had nothing better to do. I mean, he he was in a car driving with a spouse that was willing to text back while he drove or vice versa. But that doesn't mean you should be answering them. No. Um, so return once a day. I heard advice that said, we all heard advice that said, arrange a once a day or a two times a week time to handle all of them at one time. This is a kind of customer I heard where you got to make sure you price it right so that they are over with soon yeah. because you just can't have this hanging on in your life. I heard change your thinking. You are a master salesperson. So you teach people how to treat you and you have to not be going, Oh my gosh, I have to respond. You have to get control of that. I heard, um, remove the emotion. I like this one. Really? And, and we all practice saying it that way. So seriously, all you at home, really? And, and the person that offered that up said it works really well on my children when they've requested something that is beyond ridiculous. I heard, uh, yeah, that's not going to work in this case, but listen, I got a scoot and you know who that came from. Cause I say that quite a bit. Oh, got a scoot. Uh-huh. That's my way of getting out. It's and sometimes it's really true. I have, Excuse me, my hair's on fire. Oh, well, right. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got to scoot. Um, it, it's a great way to close a conversation down without hurting anyone's feelings. By the way, you listeners, if I've done it to you, it doesn't mean it was just a mechanism. It's usually true. There's something else I need to be doing right now, and I've devoted enough time to this mm-hmm. subject or this conversation. So, got to scoot. Oh, listen, I got to scoot. That's a great little way of getting out of a conversation. So, uh, anyway, I hope this helps a bunch. Uh, don't call them back uh, right away. Call back on the big ones. Um, so, anyway.
I hope that helps you get control of people when their crazy comes out. 15 texts. Yeah. That's a cry for help. Listen. Yeah. In yeah. fact, one of our students said, um, it's unfortunate that this person is unbalanced. Thank you, God, that I am not. <laughs> and that's the affirmation you say after you hang up with them. Yeah. So, yeah, get control, y'all. Have you got a Ask the Experts question? I have an Ask the Experts question. And when it was asked, everybody else on the call went, oh. Oh, really? Yeah, we couldn't wait to tackle oh, this one. Oh, I like it. Gosh, it started with this. I had a fall through this week. Oh. Yeah, we went to closing and the buyer didn't show up. Oh, I hate when that <laughs> The buyer didn't show up. Oh. Guess what now? Now they've come back and now they want to buy it. Okay. After not showing up at closing without even telling anybody they weren't going to show up. How do you work with oh, an agent? Now we want to buy it. How do you work with an agent that can't control their buyer? Yeah. That, like that doesn't know in advance. Hello. Right. How, what was the earnest money check? A thousand dollars. Oh, well, there's the problem. That's a microwave oven for God's sake. <laughs> Who wouldn't walk away from a microwave? So my ask the experts was how do I protect my seller now? Okay. It's kind of, Related to your Ask the Experts oh, question. When the crazy comes out. It is kind of crazy. So the first piece of advice was you need to get a non-refundable deposit. How about for $10,000? Oh, and, I'm supposed to be listening. And the I'm answer sorry. was, well, I can't. It was a VA loan. VA loans, you're not allowed to, to write into the contract that the deposit is non-refundable. Well, okay, if we can't do that, how about a good faith deposit? You know, 5000 or 10000 whatever you do. If you're going to allow your seller to entertain another offer from these people, make sure they have a much, much larger, call it a good faith deposit. Or give them a time limit. Or have a sliding scale. If it's a VA loan, it's chances are it's zero down. Right. Chances are the sellers have helping with closing costs. Okay, yeah. Yeah. If if they don't close within a certain period of time, uh, the amount of closing costs the seller participates in goes down. Okay. So give them some financial incentive to get it closed. I was thinking, gee, do they have a car? Maybe they could offer yeah. up their car. you got to start with a new offer. Okay. Everything has to be rewritten. Okay. Uh, right into the contract, the seller's allowed to keep it on the market for trolling for a backup offer. Okay. Um, don't sell it to them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that one. Run. Yeah. Run or the other direction. Be prepared for a dog's breakfast. Oh, what is that about? <laughs> a kerfuffle, you know. What? A dog's breakfast? Yeah, that's. I heard that for the first time this week. I just loved it. That sounds Absolutely. like Canadian or something. And then it was my turn. And here's what I said. I think you need an intermediate step. Everybody is entitled to a second chance. Everybody is entitled to be forgiven. Are you sure about that? Well. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be, I'm not a good listener Call today. the buyer's agent. Okay. And say, my sellers are willing to entertain an offer from your buyer, but first, they want to receive a written apology oh. with their reasons why they backed out of the closing. 
And if, the, if my sellers consider their reasons and their apologies sincere, then we'll entertain a second offer from your buyer. Okay. So that'll get rid of crazies. Okay. Well, maybe. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, there's some people out there that need us. Well, yeah. And if you're committed to giving world-class service, that's how we get to keep the good people. Yeah. And work with the, you know, the people who work with us our way and not fight us every step of the way. Yeah. Right? Beautiful. Yeah. Make life easier, simpler, happier, kinder, gentler. Have you heard a bunch of your students preparing for Business Breakthrough and what they're doing to get ready? Listen, listeners out there in listening land, in the sound cloud, make sure that you're doing the Floyd Wickman assignments. They're all three of them have been sent to you. I heard someone that didn't do the assignments, hasn't even been opening them because they're not coming to Business Breakthrough. I'm like, I want to shake her. Don't do that. You get to do the assignments, even if you're not coming, which is a terrible decision not to be able to come. But you can at least prepare for 2020, even if you're not coming. So go dig through your old emails or get on our website or contact info at floydwickman.com and get yourself ready for 2020. Hello. I heard two things this week about business breakthrough. Yeah. Okay. The, the first was, well, I can't go. And then the reason was a choice. It my, wasn't, my dog chipped it my, his tooth. It was a choice they were making. Okay. You know, there's a big difference between can't and choose not to. Yes. Yeah. So that's okay. So she's rethinking all of that. Uh, okay. And, and that's fine. But the other thing I heard that I thought was so just brilliant was, uh, obviously, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. That's why I go to Business Breakthrough. It will help me finish strong this year. Oh, yeah. You know, that's something I had not been promoting as a reason to go. Really? But it is one of the main reasons to go is so that you do finish this year strong and not just hit the ground running with momentum in January, but you finish strong. It is what revitalizes and recharges and re-energizes and recommits and reconnects you with your reasons, your big why. And that's how you finish strong this year. Well, there are like five weeks of the year left after breakthrough is over. So it's not like you can, that's 10% out of 50 weeks in a year, 52. That's that's quite a significant portion of the year. Surely. Yeah. My name is not Shirley. This is Mondays with Mike and Mary. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast Thanks for listening. (laughs)